I crunched a lot of numbers for this week's episode, and we'll show you the most downloaded and the highest earning apps and games this week, so stay tuned. I'm also going to follow up on last week's promise and give more insight into non-native frameworks with multiple charts. If you're here just for that, which I suspect some of you might be, you can skip to the last insight. By the way, I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and this is a brand new episode of This Week in App. So let's jump right into the data. I crunched the numbers and ranked the most downloaded apps in the world in December. And in case you want to jump ahead, shopping apps didn't flood the list this month. In fact, shopping wasn't even visible. Oh my you know what was? Well, let's have a look. TikTok was, again, the most downloaded app in the world in December, scoring 47 million new downloads from the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. TikTok had a pretty solid year, placing first in 11 of the 12 months of 2022. The only month we ranked it not in number one was in June, where rival Instagram beat it by really just a handful of downloads. And yes, TikTok is still banned in India, which happens to be Instagram's biggest market for growth. I think I said it 11 times this year, last year. Zooming out, we estimate that TikTok made its way into more than 600 million new devices in 2022. That's more than a half a billion people who are now using TikTok. That's just crazy. Instagram was right behind it again in second place in December, just kind of a rounding error away at 46 million downloads. But right below Instagram was CapCut, TikTok's video editor, which made its way into 41 million devices in December. That's massive for the niche it's in and by far outpacing every other incumbent. That's going to be a big problem for other apps. Facebook and WhatsApp round out the top five with the bottom five remaining mostly the same as November. Together, the top 10 most downloaded apps in the world had a total of 319 million downloads globally. Now, that's a handful lower than November, but it's a holiday month, so I'm not that surprised. Unlike apps, games saw the exact opposite trend in December with downloads moving up instead of down. In first place, we have a game that's only available in China. This is the first time that's happened. Although games that are also available in China or have a China-only version in addition to their worldwide release made it to the top, this is the first time a China-only app got all the way to the top, and that's on the App Store side, of course. Overall, it's incumbent Subway Surfers that's made it to the top with 25 million new downloads. Now, similar to TikTok, Subway Surfers has commanded our charts in 2022, ranking first in 10 of the 12 months. What's interesting to see is how much different this chart is when compared to November's. Where apps are very stagnant, games aren't at all. Most of the titles on the list are new and the few that aren't shifted a whole bunch. App tracking transparency has definitely changed how user acquisition is done at scale, but it hasn't killed it yet. I expect to see more of this happening in 2023. Together, the top 10 most downloaded mobile games in the world made their way into 170 million new devices according to our estimates. That's a massive increase over November, roughly 25%, which is somewhat expected for the holiday season. New kids getting new devices, what are they going to download? Let's continue with games and get the full picture. So in addition to downloads this week, I also crunched the numbers and ranked the highest earning games in the US where the money is. Subway Surfers wasn't the highest earning game in December, but crowd favorite and incumbent Candy Crush was... Candy Crush was the highest earning game in the US in December, adding $130 million of net revenue to its bottom line, according to our app intelligence. And that's after King paid Apple and Google their fees. Much like TikTok and Subway Surfers, Candy Crush was the highest earning game in the US for most of 2022, nine of the 12 months. 
but its trend changed. Up until November, Candy Crush's revenue was growing month after month, and in December, the total went down. Not too much, but still down. Let's see what happens in January. The usual suspects, which include Roblox, Royal Match, Pokemon Go, and Coin Master round out the top five. And by the way, many of you have asked for directional indicators in the charts, so I added them. If you like that, give the episode a like. Now, you can see most games moved, but they mainly shifted around something that's expected at the top. Together, the top 10 highest earning games earned a total of $432 million from the US in December. And like downloads, that's higher than November, for games I should say. Not by much, but higher is better. And last in my rankings are the highest earning apps in the US, which I also rounded up this week. And unlike all the lists we've looked at so far, this one's the most boring, and by far. Let's see if I can find the interesting bits before you just yawn away. TikTok was, again, the highest earning app in the US, earning $55 million of net revenue, according to our estimates. Almost yawn, until you read the news and see that Congress is potentially discussing a ban on TikTok in the US. Now, I personally doubt that would happen. Many have talked about banning TikTok in the last few years, from presidents to Congress to really anyone in between, and it seems like no matter what they do, even lie under oath. That ban hasn't come, so it probably isn't coming anytime soon. But for a second, pretend it does. That's millions of dollars that would remain in users' pockets, and also millions of dollars lost for Apple and Google. That's kind of crazy. YouTube came in second, adding $50 million of net revenue to its bottom line in December. Slightly higher when compared to November, but not by that much. But I promised interesting, so let's skip to that, I think. Lens AI, the generative AI avatar maker that went viral in December, made its way into our rankings. It scored seventh place on the App Store's list in the same overall with its threshold of $26 million of net revenue. I don't expect to see Lenza on this list in January because that whole trend came and went, but it's great to see this list isn't set in stone, even though it definitely looks like it. Crunchyroll was another new entrant to the list, squeezing into last place on the Google Play side of things with $3 million of net revenue. This isn't the first time we see Crunchyroll, the streamer for anime, if you don't know what it is. It's been on this list before, but it hasn't in quite a while. Together, the top 10 highest earning apps earned a combined total of $340 million of net revenue from the US in December. I expected to see a better month for streamers as we have in previous years, but the lack of exciting content and the desire to see people in real life really put an end to that trend. I'm really curious to see what would happen in the future. And finally, what many of you have been waiting for patiently, or maybe you skipped to this, so less patiently. Last week, I shared a surprising insight about React Native that generated a lot of feedback. So first, I wanna thank everyone who shared their thoughts and questions and suggestions for what I should be looking at for a full report that I'm working on. And while I compile that full report, I have a bit more to share that should address the most common question I've been getting all week, which is, is React Native shrinking because another framework is taking over? And an extension to that is a framework flutter. Before we answer those two questions, let's have a quick look at where we stand today in terms of popularity of non-native frameworks. For that, I rounded up the top five frameworks by usage in iOS and Android apps. And I grabbed that from Explorer, which is an excellent resource for SDK intelligence. I talk about it all the time because it is. If you've looked at Explorer and weren't sure where to start, I've been thinking about doing a live stream on how I use it for the newsletter. If you think that's something you would enjoy or something that would be beneficial to you, let me know in the comments below. If enough of you want it, I'll do it. Now, contrary to common belief, React Native isn't the most popular non-native framework for mobile apps. I know, shocking. 
React Native, while very powerful, has a very steep learning curve, and I speak from experience. I do expect that to improve over time, but it's facing stiff competition from other frameworks and also directly from Apple and Google that are simplifying their own native development, so it's not going to be as easy. The most popular non-native framework currently is Unity. According to our data, nearly 270,000 apps and games, mostly games, that are available in the App Store now were built with Unity. Now, there are 755,000 games across the App Store and Google Play, which means Unity is powering about a third of all mobile games. Let that sink in. Cordova is very close second with a smidge over 260,000 apps and games, mostly apps using it right now. Cordova is very different from Unity, so there's no overlap here. And they also don't really compete because Unity is for games while Cordova is for simple applications. I should say simpler applications. React Native comes in third and not that close, followed by Flutter, which is a little bit closer. Ionic, which is mainly for apps, comes in last in the list with a little more than 130,000 apps and games. It's about half of its nearest competitor, but that aside, it's powering an impressive number of apps right now. Now that we know where we are right now, let's see how we got here. And I think this is what a lot of you have been waiting for. So for that, I pull the number of apps released by year, having each of these frameworks, the same way that I got numbers for last week's episode, but I did it across all five. Looking at the data, the trend of less non-native is apparent across the board. We saw that last week with React Native, and now we're seeing it really with all the other frameworks. All five frameworks saw fewer apps released in 2022 when compared to 2021. However, not all saw the same drop, and this is where it gets interesting. When comparing the rate of growth or shrinkage in this case, React Native, again, wasn't at the top of the list, but this time it's actually a good thing. Ionic and Cordova saw the biggest drop in 2022. Given Ionic is mainly mostly still working on top of Cordova, they do have Capacitor, which is a new thing, but I don't know if that has picked up enough steam. So those two are still kind of together. One going down kind of makes sense for the other to go down. I don't have Capacitor in this analysis because it just didn't make the top five cut, but I will in the full report in case you're curious about that. Now, at the other end of the list is Flutter, which dropped the least of all five in 2022, just 19%. Flutter seems to hit the mainstream in 2021, growing a lot between 2020 and 2021. Now, having never used Flutter myself and only hearing developers complain about it, I'm not sure why it's seeing more adoption these days. If you know, and if you're a Flutter fan, let me know in the comments below why so I can learn. But I also looked at some of the apps that are built with Flutter and I couldn't really find many interesting or popular titles. So I think that could explain it. I'll definitely have more in the full report. And if there's something specific you'd like me to include, a specific question, a specific slice of data, please leave a comment and let me know and I will make sure to include it if I can. And that's all I have for you this week. If you've learned something new, please give this episode a like and subscribe to the channel for more. I'm going to have live streams and more coming very, very soon. And if you missed last week's episode, it's here. I'll see you next week.